people. Welcome to No Normal People. I am your host, Stephen Henning. And I am also your host, Dixie Lee Henning. Dixie Lee Henning. Henning. That's me. Featured on this, the episode two of No Normal People. That's true. In another get to know your host kind of talk, we're just going to kind of dig into... What makes you you? What makes you tick? What gives you the juice? Welcome to the Terror Dome. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So if you're new to the podcast and you happen to be starting on episode two and not listening to episode one, episode one, which, why? Why would you? Rude. That makes absolutely no sense. Steven's great. But if you are new here, the purpose of this show is to inspire our listeners to be curious about the normal people in their own lives. We also want to spread positivity through our show. This is a family-friendly show. No language? Mm. Hey. I just like language. Just be cool. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. This one time. So, Dixie, to start us off, I actually wanted to point out that you are the designer and the artist behind the No Normal People podcast artwork found anywhere this podcast is available and all our social media. Yeah. Anyone who has already found our podcast can look at it right now. Like right, right now. now. <laughs> Open your phone look and at look it. at it. I don't care if you're driving. No, don't look at it if you're driving. It's here. But look at it. You will find a beautiful manila folder background with an outline of a cardboard box, which is just perfect for what we want to do. Mm-hmm. I love the cardboard box. I love that the flaps are open. Yeah, so uh, I like the idea of having the cardboard box open because we don't all exist in just this one little box. So if you look at this artwork... You'll notice that it says no normal people on the side. And our title of our show is no normal people, but you could reference it as no, like knowing K-N-O-W. or no and no, like there are no normal people. So we liked the existence of the no inside of the no. Right. So we put those in parentheses to emphasize both of those things. As if to know. When you spend the energy to get to know the normal people in your life, you actually discover that there are no normal people in your exactly. life. Exactly. Um, and that was all off of Stephen's Dome. Excellent wordplay there. Thank you, babe. You're so welcome. Um, and if you look at the bottom of the box, there is a barcode. Um, and I actually found a barcode alphabet. And if you zoom in real close, the barcode actually says Henning. No way. Which is our last name. I didn't even know yeah. that. So the barcode on that is Henning. Um, and then we also have a fragile sign and this side up sign on the box. So good. The little broken wine yeah. glass and the arrow pointing yeah. up. Like go to U-Haul store. That is what it looks like. <laughs> That's the box. And you know what you shouldn't do is put anyone you know inside a box. Don't. That's, That's mean. That's just mean. Also... If you don't poke holes in there, they might die. Yeah. That's problematic. Breathing is important. Now you have a dead body to hide. Jesus. Well, at least it's in a box. Easy transportation of the That's body. That's true. Just throw some tape on it. Yeah. 
drop it. I don't want it to sound like we're promoting murder right now. Don't, so don't kill people. Don't, don't kill people. That's the whole point of the show. Don't kill people. <laughs> That's not the no. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I mean, isn't isn't that the point of any show? Don't kill people. Nah. There's got to be at least one that's pro-killing people. Yeah, it's any true crime podcast ever. That's fair. Because without the killing people, they wouldn't wouldn't have have a show. In this episode, we're going to get to know our host, Dixie Lee Henning. And we're going to start it off with rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I am ready. was born ready. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Oceans or lakes? Oceans. Rain or sun? Rain. Tea or coffee? Water. Early morning or late night? Late night. Summer or winter? Winter. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Libraries or museums? Museums. Cats or dogs? Cats. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Soda or pop? Neither. What do you call it? I say the drink that I want. I don't say soda or pop. I say, can I have a Coca-Cola? Or can I have a Dr. Pepper? Which I would never say that. I call it the beverage type, not soda or pop. Hogwarts or the Shire? Hogwarts. Disney or Pixar? Disney Pixar. Pizza or tacos? Pizza tacos. Jim and Pam or Ben and Leslie? Ben and Leslie. Handshakes or hugs? Neither. Introvert or extrovert? Yes. No, I'm an introvert. Let's be real. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) That's good. Okay, a few more icebreakers, not necessarily rapid-fire questions. What is your favorite candy? Oh, man. Can I tell you the last candy I ate instead of my favorite candy? Because it varies from day to day. Okay. I ate chocolate-covered almonds. What is your favorite snack? Chocolate-covered almonds. (laughs) (laughs) I see how that works. What is your favorite city that you've been to? Gig Harbor, Washington. Wow. Who's your favorite superhero? Captain Underpants. What is your favorite band? Oh, Rupane's. Favorite podcast? The Adventure Zone. Favorite novel? The Horse and His Boy. That's in the Chronicles of Narnia, correct? Yeah, it is. The best one. A lot of people would say it's the most boring one. Well, they're wrong. I am wrong then, because I think it's the most boring one. (laughs) You are wrong. It's so good. What is your secret talent? I can name all 50 states in alphabetical order in under 50 seconds. Ready, set, go. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. You did it. Yeah. You did it. I also did five years of high school, so. (laughs) (laughs) Win some, lose some. (laughs) You came out with a very important skill, though. I did. Geography. Yeah. Well, I can't tell you where they are. I just know what they are. (laughs) Fair enough. What was your first job? Wendy's. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. What is your favorite nonfiction book? I think it's The Sacred Enneagram. By Christopher Hewitt. Yes, it is. A fellow eight. What, what? (laughs) There you go. What would be the title of your memoir? It's not even about me. 
And who would you choose to play in a movie about your life? Beyonce. Every day. Now. Nope. It's perfect. She's the perfect person to play me, Steven. You know it. You look very much alike. Yeah. It's very true. It's the eyes. Her eyes are green, actually. Yeah, so it's not the (laughs) eyes. Skin color is not close either. (sighs) Oof. We're both women. Yeah. Okay. We're both um, influencers. What would you eat? (laughs) What would you eat for your last meal? Enchiladas with green sauce and chicken. What is your favorite TV show? Parks and Rec. What is your favorite smell? I love the smell of a campfire after rain in the Beartooth Mountains. That is is very specific. Hyper specific. That is impressive. Few people know what that smells like. Yeah. And finally, what did you want to be when you grew up? When I was four, to quote four-year-old Dixie, I wanted to be a helicopter driver. A helicopter driver? Yeah. Not a pilot. Didn't work out. Some of those words are hard. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I got helicopter, yeah. but I couldn't quite get pilot. You could drive. I said driver. You could drive it. Technically speaking, you do drive it. So Dixie... Tell the world a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? I was born on June 30th, 1992 in La Mesa, San Diego, California. Ironically, that's also where Michael Jackson's kids were born. So lucky me. How is that irony? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> anyway, so I was born in San Diego, uh, moved to Apache Junction, Arizona when I was a whole six months old. Lived in Arizona for about 12 years, and then we moved to, when I say we, I mean my mom and my little sister and I, we moved to Montana right before I turned 14. Lived in Billings for about a year, ended up moving to Laurel. Lived in Laurel for the rest of that time, up until now. Uh, We now live in Billings again. Went to Laurel High School, go locomotives. Um, That's where I met the handsome host of this show. His name is Steven. We went to high school together. He's two and a half years younger than me. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we started dating when he was a freshman. We've been together for about 10 years. We got married almost five years ago in July. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going pretty well. I'm enjoying myself so yeah. far. Yeah. I've had a lot of career changes. Um, But the job that I've had for the longest time was definitely a barista. I would say that I am relatively good at that. You were kind of a coffee shop hopper around Billings. Yeah. I've worked at a lot of the different coffee shops in Billings, like Moab and Off the Leaf and Annex. And I did a little while at City Brew. We don't need to talk about it. And now I currently work for a graphic design company that makes signs. Um, I kind of got into art about two, three years ago, and then I got into digital art, and I got into doing freelance stuff for friends and family, um, doing album art for people in groups that I'm in on Facebook, and even an album cover for the church that we go to, Mm -hmm. um, as well as doing ads and stuff like that for the church that we go to. Um, and just started my new job beginning of December. Breaking in on yeah. the industry. 
What's so, the end goal? What do you want to do with your graphic life? End goal. Uh, I would love to be a background concept artist for shows like Tangled the Series or movies in the Disney Pixar world, mm-hmm. specifically cartoon. Um, I wouldn't mind doing uh, background development art for live action movies, but I think my wheelhouse is definitely more cartoons and I freaking love doing stuff like that. So if I ask you to choose your top three Disney films, Disney Pixar films specifically for the artistic content, not necessarily the story or the music or anything. Does it have to be Disney Pixar? Because not all of them are Disney. It does not. If you had to choose your top three animated films in the world, which ones would you choose based on what style and why? So number one, 100% just like absolutely stunning. Also very new is Klaus on Netflix. Oh. It's a story about Santa Claus, kind of. The visual development and the background art for that entire movie just freaking blows my mind. It is so beautiful. If I could be in a job like that, I would literally quit everything else in my life. I would only do stuff like that. That movie is just immaculate. That's a great movie. What I love about being married to you and being married to someone who is so intensely enthusiastic and knowledgeable about graphics now, um, I loved the the choices made by the lighting director in Klaus. Yes. Oh my gosh. The light play in so that film beautiful. is absolutely stunning. So if you haven't seen it. I don't care if it's. If it's not Christmas anymore, go watch it. It It is is so good. It is a Netflix original called Klaus. K-L-A-U-S. Yeah, and you have, uh, who are the actors in it? Um, Rashida Jones is in it, and what's his name? He plays Klaus. He's in Whiplash. I know. He went... J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. (laughs) J.K. Simmons plays Klaus. Um, So excellent uh, Voice voice acting in that movie and there's some like super creepy kid characters in this movie <laughs> and it just freaking is beautiful and i love it so much they're creepy but in a charming way yeah the story at some points is like okay that's a little bit of a reach but i don't care the, like it's just so visual visually beautiful um let's see second movie i would probably say any of the how to train your dragon movies i just like the whole story is just so cool and so like heartfelt um but the uniqueness of the characters like in shape and visual development Mm -hmm. is just so good like it's anatomically not correct but still portrays what you would see these people as in real life And just the background art is just immaculate. And like the variations from dragon to dragon are just beautiful as much as it is from character to character. And the color design is just absolutely gorgeous, especially in the last movie that came out. Sure. Well, and you're also very much a cat person. And I think that lends to (laughs) your... Dragons are the cats of the mythical creatures. (laughs) I think that lends to your obsession with Toothless. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's so cute. Our cat may as well just have the same face. Yeah. I just, oh man, so, so good. And um, I actually, so for the third, you told me to only do three, but I kind of have a double. So I love the art for Tangled, the movie, as well as Tangled, the series. 
Um, and I kind of put Brave right there with that. Um, Brave is a Disney Pixar movie. Right. Tangled is just Disney. So there's a big difference. Pixar is an animation studio. So like they definitely up their game in the animation department. So there are some very big differences between the two, but they're both beautiful for what they are. And the stories behind both of them are excellent. And the color design and the lighting and everything about those movies is just absolutely beautiful. For a bonus film, can I get you to talk a little bit about Into the Spider-Verse? Oh, yes. Oh, my God, Steven. (laughs) I love that movie. It is so, it's like a compilation of a billion different types of animation, like all in one. And I love the different character designs, like between all of the Spider-Man and like Spider-Pig and all of that. Like, uh, how they made that fit into one thing is just crazy it's wild how they brought in almost a different completely different animation style per spider-man character as they were dropping in from the multiverse yeah i loved it especially the ones from the the japanese ones no i liked the one from the 1930s oh yes black and white guy gosh and he's just so funny too oh man the story i honestly wasn't like a huge fan of mostly because i don't really know a lot about the story of this specific Spider-Man character. No, we're not very um, I'm into not, comic books or I'm, anything. Like, I don't know a lot about it. So the story was a little confusing, but seeing the layout of some of the shots that they do in that movie is just like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I love it so much. It's still not in my top three and a quarter. It's probably top five mm-hmm. for sure. I'm glad I got it in there on a bonus. Yeah, there are a few like live action movies, too, that I really, really dig as horrible as the live action Lion King was the the layout and some of the shots that they did in that. Like when Mufasa is talking to Simba, freaking beautiful with the the sun going down and the stars coming out like that was just beautiful. That's even good in the original animated film. Yeah, for real. Wow. So one of the questions we want to be asking every guest here on No Normal People is something along the lines of, what are you passionate about? Um, Another way I like to phrase that is, what do you think and talk about when you have nothing else to think and talk about? I feel like we've already touched on this vein. definitely have. We've already struck gold. Yeah. It's it's a common occurrence in our house to be talking art. There's specifics. Like, I spend a lot of time thinking about visual development and layout of things um, just because I'm not super great at it yet. I'm still working on it. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me to just create scenes like that. In my mind, I use a lot of reference photos. Mm -hmm. So I spend a lot of time thinking about how things look and perspective and point of view and all of that stuff in a specific scene that I would draw. So a lot of my mind space is dedicated towards where would I be standing in this place and why would the light be shining on this thing specifically and what is out of the frame that could be having light bounce off of it that would affect what I'm drawing and all of that stuff. And I struggle with drawing like stick figure people. (laughs) (laughs) What what programs, what apps do you like to use? I love Procreate on the Mm -hmm. iPad. Steven got me an iPad for Christmas last year and it totally rocked my world. Um, I was doing mostly traditional stuff up until that point. Traditional Um, meaning pen and paper, pencil, 
charcoal. That kind of stuff. Paper and writing device. <laughs> physical medium. Yes, physical medium. After I got into that a few years ago, I had a few people ask if I could make like stickers and t-shirts and stuff like that. So that kind of forced me into the technology side of it. So mm-hmm. I kind of got into Illustrator and Photoshop. And I still like both of those things and do use them occasionally. But my art on Procreate is like my go-to, mostly because I can just sit anywhere and use my pencil and just go to town. It's almost like using a traditional medium Mm -hmm. because they have so many things that you could just do with it. So I love Procreate. (laughs) It's so good. I wanted to tell you that at the time of us recording this, you've been at your graphic design slash uh, sign printing job for like two two weeks weeks at this point. And I just wanted to tell you that I am extremely proud of you for landing a job like this, uh, watching your art develop from drawing in notebooks all over our house into uh, getting the iPad, using things on the computer like Illustrator and Photoshop. Like you are completely self-taught. You don't have a degree in this. You never even thought this was going to be a path that you started Mm -hmm. on even three years ago. No. I remember when you first started drawing, it was one of these things where uh, you were between jobs at the time Mm -hmm. and I had just started a new job that was having me work 10 hour days. And I came home one day and you just asked, I don't want to say desperately, but you just asked in a a almost defeated way you asked what should I be doing with my time Mm -hmm. and I just started throwing out ideas and I think one of them was I you could learn to draw yeah it's so funny I think about it because like not even a year before that um I had a conversation with a friend of mine named Courtney Mm -hmm. um and she is an amazing artist like she is goals like her stuff is just so freaking beautiful. I love it so much. I was working at Off the Leaf at the time. She was there and she was drawing and I was talking to her about like, I couldn't draw to save my life. Like when I think of my creative abilities, I think more music than I do drawing or sketching or anything like that. And I literally said that to her. And then not even a year later, I started drawing stuff. And I remember posting on Facebook a picture of the first thing that I drew. I think it was a whale. It was very very simple. It was watercolor. It wasn't even on the right paper. Um, But I posted a picture and I made the joke, like, if you want something from me, you should probably request it now because I'm probably going to get bored doing this in the next week and a half. Three years later, I am now working for a graphic design company. (laughs) So it it's just evolved so completely. And that's just based on your your personal evolution through learning about um, a perspective, light play, All these kind of things. Yeah. And I always think of myself as someone that likes to master things really quickly and then leave them alone. Mm -hmm. So like I'm really good at a lot of stuff. I have a lot of knowledge about a lot of things. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a master at a lot of things, but I pick stuff up easily and then I leave them. But I didn't do that with this. (laughs) My dad likes to say he is the master of none and mediocre of many. Yeah, that's basically it. I feel like I'm not I'm nowhere near master of art. Not even close, but definitely above mediocre now. (laughs) Yeah, you're headed there. Yeah, I can see it. One day you're going to be working for Pixar and your name is going to be in those credits. Make it so (laughs) when they make Incredibles six, your name will be (laughs) guys sliding when if you are ever to go to a movie with me, specifically cartoons, mm-hmm. I sit through the entire end credits, no matter if it's Marvel or not, because I want to see 
who did visual development and all of the art and stuff like that for movies. So pre-warning, if you want to go to see a cartoon movie with me, we're staying for the credits. <laughs> I always watch. And I sit next to you and dream of the day that I see your name up there. I love it. I point at the screen and I say, there. that's where my name's going to be. <laughs> that's great. I love it. I love that. I love that you're passionate about that. It's so fun to watch. Thanks, babe. So to wrap up, Dixie, I just wanted to touch base with where you are right now. May I ask what you are currently reading? I am reading A Feast for Crows by George R.R. Martin. It is the fourth book in his series that he will eventually finish. (laughs) Unless he dies. (laughs) Don't. Come on, Georgie. Get behind me, Satan. Right, right, right. Right. Do it, George. (laughs) His books are so long. Ah, uh, they're not all long. The one I'm reading right now is actually pretty short. I think it's the shortest one. The third one. one is stupid long. Yeah. That took forever. I have to imagine his next few books are going to be long. Yeah, and he has to make up for what they did in the show. So I'm still upset about that. It's fine. Okay, that's what you're reading. What are you listening to right now? Tell me a podcast you're listening to. Um, I listen to The Adventure Zone most. So to clarify, they are a role-playing game podcast hosted by the McElroy brothers and their father Beautiful they also boys. host they also host my brother my brother and me one of our favorite comedy podcasts yeah that's the other one that i listen to okay a lot. what are you listening to as far as music goes i'm really stuck in a billy eilish rut like yeah. hard you and millions of other people <laughs> i cannot stop listening to her newest album mm-hmm. and specifically bad guy and wish you were gay those songs i just cannot get over i love them so much fantastic well great i think that's going to do it for us on this episode of no normal people sure will you tell everyone where they can find you on instagram and twitter yeah absolutely i am at dixie lee henning on instagram and twitter actually and i also have an account on instagram for my art and that is dixie lee draws and that's d-r-a-w-s Dixie Lee draws. There it is. So if you want to connect with Dixie on Instagram and Twitter, that's where you can find her. Find her art specific page at Dixie Lee draws on Instagram. If you want to connect with this show with no normal people on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, you can find us at no people pod. That's K N O W people pod. And if you're enjoying the no normal people podcast, you can tell us about it on Apple podcasts. Leave us a five star rating and a review. If you are not an Apple user, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash knowpeoplepod and leave us a rating and a review there on our Facebook page. Thank you so much for listening to our brand new podcast. Like a little baby, this podcast is. (laughs) Brand new swaddled baby. Brand new, like a freshly jellied kid. No. No, (laughs) you can't say that. This is a family show, Steven. So seriously, thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends all about it. Share it on your own socials. We'd love to get the word out about this show. And if you want to be a part of this show one day, please get a hold of us on any of our channels. And remember, the only normal people you know are the ones that you don't know very well. Mm